0: hi everyone welcome to forbidden fridays i am holly your host of the podcast where every friday i'm joined by special guests to talk about taboo topics that people face in society the aim of this podcast is basically to talk about all these different issues to make them easier to talk about and easier to reach out if you ever need help If this is your thing, then make sure you subscribe, make sure you share the episode, make sure you leave a review. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoy. So on this episode I am joined with Carissa, she is the host of the Meet My Mess podcast, you can find it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and we just basically had a very informal conversation about her dating life, dating struggles, about boundaries when it comes to dating sex lives how important sex is in a relationship it was just a very fun conversation I hopped on Carissa's podcast a while back now um so if you want to find that episode go on Spotify go on Apple Podcasts, show some love Um, and it was just such a fun chat we loved getting to know each other and we wanted to get to know each other a bit more um she's an amazing person beautiful inside and out so make sure you show this episode some love make sure you go show her some love and yeah I just hope you enjoy so hi guys and welcome back to the podcast I'm joined with Carissa would you like to introduce yourself
1: Sure. My name is Carissa Harrison. I'm the host of Meet My Mess podcast, the podcast where we talk about all the messiest parts of life. Yeah, I'm from Vancouver, Canada. I work in sales. Uh, Not that that's important, but yeah, (laughs) I had Holly on my podcast a couple months back. So yeah, we kind of connected and got on really
0: well. So I'm excited to be back and chatting with you again lie. Up with you. it was genuinely one of my favorite podcasts like I've never felt like I've honestly felt like I've known you for ages <laughs> I know I feel so like
1: we're friends like. in real life
0: yeah I know it's so strange <laughs> we just kind of <laughs> a bit about everything didn't we a bit about just mm-hmm. life relationships we're both quite different in that aspects, aren't we very yeah different. yeah we've had d- very
1: different dating experiences I'd say <laughs> Tell us a bit about your day in life. What's it been like? It was a timeline. Okay, timeline. So for a very long time, I was in serious relationships back to back to back to back. Mm -hmm. Um, From the time I was 16, I met someone that I didn't really, I don't think like had actual like strong feelings for. It was more that he made me feel very confident I was very insecure in that point in my life and I was just looking for someone to love me and to be attracted to me and care for me and yeah so I ended up dating this person for two years Mm -hmm. and then it just eventually came to a head where I realized okay well I shouldn't be in a relationship with someone that I don't even like even like at all <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> Part of a relationship can't lie. you have to actually like like yeah you have to actually think they're interesting and cool and yeah. <laughs> a good person but yeah Ooh, no I didn't
0: in a very similar situation she went out with someone at a very similar age and it mm-hmm. got to the point where she just was like why am I even doing this like I never really wanted yeah, like I'm talking to him I never like I don't really. I think it's kind of boring. I was like, it's kind of the same. I'm talking about marriage with this person
1: that I like. Don't even want to be friends with. (laughs) 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 Just makes (laughs) literal no sense. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And that relationship ended from at the time. I thought it was very toxic, and I thought it was very. It was all a big deal because I was very young. I was only sixteen. We broke up, he was throwing shoes at me and all this yeah. and saying he was going to run himself into a pole. So that was really stressful at yeah. that age, but um we that moved past so it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, but I now I know he probably wasn't so serious, but mm-hmm. you can't really just like assume. Yeah. But now he lives in a trailer in my high school parking lot, so we
0: made the right <laughs>
1: decision. <laughs> different parallels of life yeah we ended up on very different wavelengths haven't seen him since except in his trailer so yeah (laughs) Yeah. and there's been two after that right okay progressively get worse and worse oh uh yeah (laughs) so that was (laughs) shockingly my best boyfriend um the next one was probably my most serious we dated for so right after I got out of this relationship I spent about six months single maybe Mm -hmm. and then I met my most serious boyfriend -boyfriend. Mm ex-boyfriend and we were together for again two years that's just like my golden number (laughs) um (laughs) and we lived together Mm -hmm. which was a very eye-opening experience living with a boyfriend um
0: young to move in with a boyfriend as well if you think like you would have been about 19
1: yeah when we moved in together I was yeah I would have been nine I would have been 20
0: 20, yeah
1: yeah so still very very young especially like there's just no rush like now I realize there's no rush but at the time I so wanted him to like, I so wanted to, like, lock him down for life yeah. that I was, like, okay, like, oh my gosh, I said to him, I looked him in the eye, this is so toxic, I looked him in the eye, I said, if you don't move in with me, there's going to be a huge problem.
0: <laughs> so bad. bad. You don't- yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You.
1: yeah, no, because all my friends were telling me, they're, like, if your boyfriend doesn't want to move in with you, like, that's something you should
0: probably... Take into
1: consideration. Um. Yeah,
0: I mean, in the time, it must feel like the end of the world. It must feel like they don't love you, but like yeah. you're looking back on it, it's like, like I Lucky- think with my boyfriend, like I was like, I'm gonna move in with you straight after uni, like straight after we've done this, yeah, be together. But then it's like, if I'm gonna be spending the rest of my life with this boy, I'm gonna be living with him for eighty years afterwards. Like I'm gonna Let's take this time. Yeah, and there's the rush. There's no rush. Yeah. I have eight yeah I have
1: literally if I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with this person I have 60 more years to see their house habits like let's just keep it a little bit more fun for now and it can still be serious without living in the same house for sure and it causes a whole host of new problems honestly in your relationship so in hindsight I wish I hadn't but I think it was the push we both needed to get out of a very toxic relationship yeah um yeah, that relationship was super, just super unhealthy. Like, both of us had massive issues coming into it. He had issues with just being accused of a bunch of things that didn't happen. And I had a bunch of issues in my childhood, just my dad and other things. Um, And we, yeah, we just didn't communicate well. We both had our own issues. He was a, borderline narcissist I would say like he very much so didn't consider how behaviors such as talking to other girls or flirting with other girls would impact our relationship and yeah there was just like a lot of borderline cheating while we were living together which was um really really hard to cope with yeah yeah because for me this actually was the man that I wanted to marry and to spend the rest of my life with. I was very serious about him
0: mm-hmm.
1: and really did love him and actually I think I was the best girlfriend I could have possibly been mm-hmm. and the best girlfriend I was to any of my exes to him even though he probably deserved it.
0: The yeah, least, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, but still not on good terms. Um he doesn't like that I have a podcast and talk about my dating history on it but yeah so yeah so there's been like no major falling out about it but Yeah. yeah podcasting
0: has definitely changed my dating life
1: in a <laughs> massive way
0: <laughs> it's not a day you're like yeah I have a podcast hey so don't screw me over because you will be the next episode
1: <laughs> yeah you'll be the next victim well that's the thing is a lot of people do really worry about that wow. which fair yeah fair enough, fair enough. but um the no, bigger concern I won't say anything bye. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> that's what I say I'm like if you didn't do the things you did, I wouldn't go share them with the world. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <It's
0: revolving. laughs>
1: you I'm not responsible for your behavior.
0: <laughs>
1: nope.
0: Okay. What about do do the information
1: out? after? Okay, so this one, he was actually European, so he's on your <laughs> side of the water. Oh. Um, yeah. So are hard? you live in oh did he yes. live with you? Like no, you? he lived in France. Oh, yeah French yeah boy. yeah mr croissant as we call him on my show <laughs> <laughs> um he was an interesting one so he we met i used to live in france i went on exchange there for just like just under a year and this was coming straight out of again My last relationship where I lived with a boyfriend, I decided, okay, so we broke up and I was like, all right, well, I'm literally in the worst mental place I've ever been in my entire life. Like, what is there to do next? Logical person would think, all right, I'm just going to like go move to France. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally, it was the Sunday we broke up and by the next Tuesday, I was flying to France.
0: Wow. So,
1: yeah. I was so miserable just in a place that like I couldn't even get out of bed like honestly I was hopefully I can talk about this on here but I was smoking so much weed that I was just like staying in bed all day every day just like not just so upset like I completely lost myself in that relationship before but then got to France and I met Mr. Croissant it was like a really crazy mute, cute. Like I was sitting in his restaurant, um and he just like came up to me and was like, just chatting me up, like asking me about things, but he didn't speak any English, not one word. Oh, and can
0: you speak French?
1: yeah, I can. So it worked out, but not that well. Like well, actually, I can now because yes. of him, but yes. um. Yeah, so we were, like, just speaking and stuff, and then he asked me for my number, which he actually ended up losing, and then we crossed paths again,
0: this and... Is he, like, Emily in Paris vibes? No, literally, it literally
1: <laughs> is. I this haven't is, seen like, Emily in Paris.
0: Have you not? Yeah,
1: no, oh. but all my friends are, like, this is literally yeah. your life, <laughs> you yeah. have to watch it. It's literally, I know, I still like, around to it.
0: make a movie about it, guys.
1: I know. I wish. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm just lucky <laughs> to have experienced. I, gu- I guess, but um yeah. So we met. We ended up going on a date. Mm-hmm. It was a really good date. Like I would have thought. Like probably, I would say like an eight out of ten. <laughs> and he, he, I think thought it was even better. Like for him, I think he was like, "Wow!" Like we just fell in love uh, on our first date. And I was like, "Okay, um, <laughs> sure." <laughs> but we <laughs> yeah. ended up, yeah. We ended up just like we had like a timeline because I would had to go back to Canada, but it was just like this really big whirlwind romance where it was super intense, super fast. Um, definitely fell in love with him s- super quick. Actually, I said something to him in French that I thought I was saying, like, I really, really like you in French, but I accidentally said I love you. Um, <laughs> and it was like only like a two weeks. That we had been dating and he like kind of looked at me like do you really like do you really mean that like and i like i was like yeah yeah like having no idea what i just said to him and yeah eventually i've caught on but at that point i was like oh my god it's too late he already thinks i love him like he's <laughs> already like talking about his feelings and all this like he's like already telling me like oh like i'm just not there yet like, still new and Aww. I just want to die because that's not even meant to say wow. but yeah eventually a couple weeks later it came and he told me he loved me too and I was like well, well now I actually do love you um, <laughs> but yeah we ended up dating for a while it was really really a good relationship while I was in France mm-hmm. very like healthy very he treated me better than I think anyone ever will or ever has yeah and then. the time came I came back to Canada and he wanted to come with me um I was fresh out of that relationship that I had like mentioned before like really not in the place to have someone in their 30s move across the world for me yeah um but I loved him I still wanted him in my life so it was really complicated so I was kind of just like looking for some sort of sign that like, okay, is this something I should continue? Or is this something that I should cut off? Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit. And so that answered my question for me, like, he couldn't come here, I couldn't go back there. And so things ended because of that. And yeah, now, I've been single for the whole pandemic, not even really like dating at all.
0: Oh. Yeah, I feel like the pandemic was a very hit and miss. It either solidified a lot of relationships or just broke so broken. Yeah, broken. Never like spending too much time together if you're like living together because you're not at work or like not seeing each other at all. Like to for me, I absolutely loved it. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every second together. Yeah, me and my boyfriend, we've we've kind of never really been a couple who've been together all the time. We yeah. went to the same school, and then we went to different six forms, and now we go to different universities. And we're both very like busy people, so the pandemic was just kind of like a bit of a breeze for us. Like I wasn't upset once, like because we had nothing better to do. We used to like FaceTime and things, and we used to sit there and have date nights and get dressed up Aww. and like have some wine and stuff. I love that. Yeah, but- I think that's like
1: part of having a good partner that's gonna do those things with you too, yeah. though
0: yeah definitely yeah it's so
1: interesting I heard so many of like my friends honestly hopefully they don't get mad at me for saying this but being like okay like I'm just gonna wait until the end of the pandemic to end my relationship because it's just more comfortable to be in one throughout this pandemic but then it ended up being like two years and not
0: (laughs) four months so that
1: changed but
0: it's difficult because the pandemic hit a lot of people in a very hard way just in life in general so you don't know if those feelings that you're having like with your partner are just feelings of like you feeling like shit in general or you feeling rubbish because you're not working or you're not busy like so maybe it is better off to like do it when the pandemic's over you know what I mean? yeah I feel like it's different
1: worlds like yeah. I think if you can make it during a pandemic and outside of the pandemic then
0: like you're pretty like you're pretty solid yeah yeah definitely you know? I know a lot of people who did did end up um ending their relationship Breaking up. So
1: yeah, yeah. I can't imagine there? how yeah. yeah I can't imagine how hard it would be going through a breakup during the pandemic though like not being able to like go out and like meet some new people yeah friends dating like it would be so hard it would be impossible for me I don't think I could do it
0: <laughs> because the way I'd cope would be just keeping busy all the time and having fun and like yeah. the, like the saddest time ever <laughs> being stuck in your house alone yeah with people Horrible. yeah
1: and like try not to text your ex-boyfriends that you oh, yeah. really miss while you're just like staring up at your ceiling like yeah,
0: yeah no what would impossible advice for anyone trying to go for
1: a breakup oh man that's a good question I would say definitely just be so self-involved I know that sounds like cocky but when you're going through a breakup it's like literally you're like withdrawing from someone you know like it's very hard to continue to live the life you once lived with someone without them yeah um so for me I think like making some sort of like change in the slightest is really really big um so that you can just like start to focus on a new life where This person isn't in it, whether it be like just changing up your hair, changing where you live, changing your job, um, making a new friend, changing like getting a new hobby, you know, just something a little different from the exact life you lived with your ex. Yeah. And just being so busy with yourself and what you're doing, like being so busy, having fun, dating new people, yeah. working, working out, like so busy with yourself that you have no time to even wonder what your ex is doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's
1: the most important.
0: Being bored, or like that's when all the old yeah. people come back. That's when, and yeah people do say as well, like people change when they go through a breakup. Like, you know, like the post breakup hair chop, or like dyeing your hair. Oh, I did that. Going wild, yep. yeah. No, I don't blame you. I was
1: the most drastic ever. I literally <laughs> cut all my hair off, moved across the world. It's, like so
0: dramatic, you, you know, can't. like. <laughs> yeah literally
1: so dramatic but you know if that's what you need to do to get yourself back into a place that you can live on your own then do it because oh my gosh I think it's so important to be able to live your life alone yeah, you know and I it's so important
0: and people that are in relationships they get so comfortable with having a life with someone else and that's what I'm kind of lucky with with my boyfriend like we just have such separate lives like we do cross yeah. over a little bit because obviously we went to like the same school at one point so we have like similar friends and things but we both have our own friendship groups we both have our own like hobbies jobs like yeah. we live in different cities do you know what I mean it's we're so yeah. separate which is yeah. what I like but it a works. Lot of people yeah it works a lot of people are so comfortable with having like a like, joint life that they can't break up with their boyfriend because they have the same friends or they work mm-hmm. at a same place or they they've just built like a complete solid life and don't have a life outside of their boyfriend then it just makes it so difficult that when or yeah. if they do break up they have nothing
1: no exactly and yeah. that's you're really smart for being able to stay in a relationship and mm-hmm. recognize that because I think especially like because you've never dated anyone else like you yeah. haven't had to like learn like had the shitty stuff happen and had to learn it like yeah. the hard way which is really lucky and it's really nice that you have, like, your head screwed on enough to know, like, okay, like, it's important to have a special, li- like, separate lives. Yeah. Because it's really easy to get so consumed in someone that you don't want to ever be away from them. And you just yeah. always want to do everything together, which I'm really guilty of. so I think that's, yeah, I am, which is not good. and something I'm working yeah. on, but.
0: No, but it's yeah. so nice to, like, be obsessed with your partner and what, like, don't get me wrong, if I could spend every single day with him, like, I would but um, yeah he'd say the same <laughs> but, um, I, I yeah, like even for like things such as birthdays like I love just seeing my friends like I'm such a like people person anywhere and I just love that we have separate lives but I, at the same time like I'd love to spend every single day with him like I can't wait that yeah. you know, we like move in together and like in. we are mm-hmm. just really like immersed into each other but yeah I that's that would probably be my tip for just any relationship is just Make sure you have, like, separate things going on. Make sure your whole life doesn't revolve around this one person. Make sure your whole yeah. life revolves around you.
1: Yeah, it seriously.
0: Your life, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just, yeah, a big, big character in your life. I think that's really important advice. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say something, but I can't remember what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a bit about sex. How do you think sex oh, my favorite. plays a lot into your relationships? You said you... You don't rush, but you're quite quick when it comes yes. to these sorts of things in relationships. Is that a bad thing? Is that a good thing? What would you say? Um. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty like
1: sexually open. Like mm-hmm. my whole, like my whole upbringing and everything was very much so like, it's your body. You do what you want. And yeah. I took that as okay. I'm gonna have sex with anyone and everyone I would like to. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but um it's definitely changed in this past year I kind of forgot what your initial question was how is it how is my how's it affected my relationships
0: yeah like how important do you think it is like oh what advice would you give would you say for people to slow down would you say people just yeah yeah
1: so I think that you should do whatever is right for you of course in a relationship um a lot of okay one thing i want to say is if you have sex with a guy on the first date that's not going to be the end-all be-all for whether he wants to be with you or not Yeah. Um, if he likes you enough on that first date and he has sex with you if he likes you enough he'll still reach out again yeah but you also have to be prepared if you're gonna have sex with someone on a first date there's a chance you're, you're not going to hear from them again. And maybe they weren't interested in you in that romantic way. And so that's just something that you have to be willing to accept if you are going to have sex on the first date. Unfortunately, no one owes you anything after only one date. So yes. if you want to go have sex to have fun and are okay with that ending, however it may play out, then you should. You should definitely go have sex on the first date. And I have done that in the past because I'm like, okay, well, this fun night is worth it for me to maybe not have a conversation again. And a lot of the times, like we do actually, all of my relationships have had some sort of like sexual component on the first date Yeah, and we've ended up in a relationship still. Yeah. So, so I don't think that having sex on the first date is like a huge deal, but for me in the place I'm at right now, I'm personally not having sex very quick. Like it's taking me a couple months to be in a place where I'm ready to have sex with someone. Yeah. Um, it's very new. It's very, very new. It's like the last like month or so that I'm really like staying abstinent. Yeah. I had a partner that I was consistently sleeping with. And it was just very um, open, very just like a fit. Like it wasn't just a physical relationship, but yeah. there was a an agree- an agreement that we were not ever going to reach a monogamous place. Like that's not where yeah it
0: was heading. Kind of like and a re- benefits, sort of,
1: yeah, it was- yeah. It was weird though because he was willing to eventually get into a relationship, just not a monogamous one. Right. Um, yeah he just like very much so is like part of like that lifestyle where he likes to sleep Mm -hmm. with multiple people um and that's okay but for me he person he wasn't that person that I could do that relationship with um and yeah no I'm just like staying abstinent now because I like have had some really like tough experiences in the past year with just like men forcing themselves on me, um, making me feel really uncomfortable, like violating me. Um, so because of that, I decided that I don't want anyone to even get that opportunity to touch my body or like in a way that makes me not comfortable. I have a lot of anxiety around sex now since that. So it takes me quite a bit of time to be comfortable having sex and allowing someone to touch me. And it's become more to me than just something that's fun. It's become a pretty big deal for me in relationships. So yeah, I'm still someone who loves sex and kinky (laughs) sex at that. (laughs) Um, And I want to be having consistent sex, but when it comes down to it, I just can't have sex with someone that doesn't actually care for me in some capacity or,
0: or that you had to like go through that to be at this point and yeah works out yourself like it's kind of it feels like you've been forced into this position which yeah, is bad. I have been yeah no I have been and it's interesting
1: because I hate to say like any of this happened for a reason because if it I still wish I could take it back and that none of it mm-hmm. ever happened but I'm now in a place where I think that the next relationship I have, maybe one I never would have built otherwise, yeah. because I was so okay with being independent, just using men for sex and to have a good time, and yeah. I didn't look as look at any man as like a potential partner. Like I was like, none of these people are good enough for what yeah. I need. But now I realize that, like, there are people out there that could be good enough. I just need to take the time to see that, I guess. So yeah, exactly. Oh. But
0: yeah. yeah, so taking things slow now. Do you think it's going well? Or... No, <laughs> not really. Well, not, um, a lot of guys <laughs> like say that you don't want to have sex on the first date.
1: Yeah,
0: just
1: or... yeah. A lot of people just like. Yeah, a lot of people are having a hard time understanding even like why like you want to take things slow like what does that even what does that even mean what does that even look like like
0: what (laughs) you know so it's just like when it feels right it feels right
1: yeah and if for me I'm like I I'm I don't know I'm still trying to kind of figure it out myself you know like
0: (laughs) me and my boyfriend um we took six months before we had sex um and it's so crazy because um, we were probably like, obviously, we were sixteen when we first got together. We'd never like kissed anyone else before. We were such innocent little like souls. Yeah. Um, we were probably ready after like three or four months, but we really wanted to be serious about it and like get on proper contraception and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, I had a bit of like messing about with the pill because the pill I was on just made me bleed all the time. We didn't want the first time we had sex to be like just like this Pretty whole bloody, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. They were, yeah. But we, like, we never, like, planned it or anything. It just kind of happened. We went on holiday after six months. And um, it's so crazy because I've spoken to, like, some of my friends about it. And they're like, oh, that's quite a long time. Spoken to others. And they're like, whoa, that's not, like, long enough. And it's so crazy. So crazy. Yeah. I remember one of my friends said that they thought six months was way too quick for a relationship. And I just... I thought if any in our situation I don't think it was slow because obviously we had like some difficulties um, and we had tried on previous occasions like just you know when you're just kids and it just doesn't work like trying to put a condom oh yeah yeah they're too nervous Um, you know yeah too nervous uh yeah there was actually a funny story we was at um our after prom and this was about this was something like four months after we've been together and we were in a tent camping in this field overnight um after prom and we was like this is a moment it's been such a like magical evening it's gonna happen we had condoms I wasn't on the pill yet um and putting the condom on I had to get a flashlight and then my, oh my friends God. walked in and they could just see this like shadow of, like flashlight <laughs> on the dick <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spotlight. But, yeah like spotlight on it just see a shadow oh my god that's hilarious yeah, that is so, so funny crazy. actually but, yeah it did end up happening, that is so funny i honestly had the best experience of i say losing my virginity i don't really like say that. that's so good it's like not losing anything and virginity is like not- yeah but um it was the best experience that's, like, I lose. The time. that's but, so yeah, nice i just thought it was crazy i'm jealous about- <laughs> <laughs> some people were like yeah that's not long enough and some people are like whoa that is like too long
1: yeah I think it definitely just depends on the person like I lost my virginity very quick um to my first boyfriend we weren't even in a relationship yet but I think I knew yeah. it was heading that way yeah and I was very ready to lose my virginity yeah. um and I was like okay look I like this guy enough and he likes me enough that it's fine I didn't really put as much stock into it as I think a lot of people do yeah but I ended up actually dating the person I lost it to for a long time but that wasn't ever really my plan when mm-hmm. I lost him lost it to yeah. him so yeah but yeah. it was a bad experience the first time he couldn't get hard because he was so nervous <laughs> and then he got so mad he started like throwing things around the room and like punching yeah. things because he was so mad and I was like okay well you know, not I don't want to have sex with someone that's like fucking punching shit for the first time like I was like all right well like there's other days there's other days and then eventually we got to it but
0: yeah. That's so funny but yeah I do think sex is a really important part of a relationship it's not the be all and end all like I know like uh, people I know before like sex hasn't even been a thing for their long-term relationships and that's so fine Mm -hmm. um but I I was gonna say I rely on it I don't rely on it but it is very important to me and I don't know every time I have sex with my boyfriend I just you just feel like you love them more and that's kind of like what mm-hmm. you want but also enjoying yourself as well Um, but yeah I'd say like yeah it's not the be all and end all like emotionally really? emotional is the most yeah. you've got to I be think that it's important you. though like
1: in a way, like, I think it's just important to be sexually compatible with your partner. Like, I think yeah. that could be the be all end all. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be in agreement somewhat of how much you're having sex. Like, it's hard to have a partner that wants to have sex like once a week versus a partner that wants to have sex every day yeah. like that's very different or multiple yeah. times a day you know like that is like down to a compatibility issue that I think can make or break a relationship so I think that that is something to definitely discuss before you yeah. get into a serious relationship
0: exactly and like similar interests as well like you said you're a kinky gal if you want a guy who doesn't want to throw you about it's not really like
1: let me a little bored it's not going to keep me if my yeah. attention for long enough
0: yeah exactly. honestly and also communication like I'm literally the most open person and like when it comes to sex and stuff I will tell my boyfriend anything I'll be like that feels good that doesn't feel good don't do that again. I really That's like so it. good. And That's so good. I feel like a lot more people need to be like that at the end of the day. Yeah. You're literally like naked with this person they couldn't be close they are literally inside of you like. Inside what- of you yeah Yeah. you're looking into your flesh (laughs) (laughs) their head is like in places where it shouldn't be like do you know what I mean Inside you yeah yeah no shy you're right tell them what you like and what you don't like and if they get offended if they like whatever I've I've luckily never been in that experience my my girlfriends like taste it like as like a learning curve every time yeah I was gonna say so I'm gonna do that more like he really does listen and I feel like definitely listening yourself as well and just asking them ask them like what do you like i don't know do it in a sexy way while you're having sexy time like yeah
1: whatever. that's the biggest thing it doesn't have to be like unsexy to tell them what you want to yeah. tell them what you like 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 yeah literally just being like oh that spot right there i love that like keep doing that that's just yeah. like the easiest way you know like just re-encourage what you do yeah. like when they do it um yeah but something that i don't think a lot of people are good at and also a lot of men need to stop being so self-conscious about the fact of a girl tells you what she wants mm-hmm. that she doesn't like what you're doing already it's just to make your experience together better don't yeah. you want a girl to come exactly. i don't know so if
0: you're like... guys don't want like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like with guys it's quite a simplistic equation there's a simplistic yeah equation. i'm not saying like it's easy or anything like that to make them feel good but it it's pretty straightforward whereas with a girl, the and we're like, there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly. With a girl, it's kind of like a bit more for guys to figure out. Yeah. Obviously, it's kind of like baking. What's, yeah, it's kind of like baking. It's like a little baking. bit of sugar, a little, a little bit of flour. Baking. A Victoria sponge cake is like <laughs> making a guy feel good. Baking like, I don't know, what's <laughs> kind of a little bit harder to bake? Like a creme brulee. Yeah, like a creme brulee. That's, that's more like a, you know, a woman. Yeah,
1: you got to put a little bit more work and finesse into that
0: yeah so don't get. But we put a
1: lot more work into our relationships so just exactly it's just give and take
0: really be offended by I can guarantee like if a girl is telling a guy like that doesn't feel good or can you do this bit more or can you try this like that is literally nothing on the guy that is purely just like it's not even like helping him out it's just the- like you said it makes your experience so much better like why would you not want to enjoy it more like
1: anything it means the girl cares more and she wants to continue having sex with you if a girl didn't care and didn't want to have sex with you she would fake an orgasm and get it done as quick as humanly possible and never have sex with you again if she's telling you what (laughs) she wants and how she likes it she at least thinks you have potential and I think it's important too to like note that like a lot of girls like just can't have orgasms that easily or they don't know how to have an orgasm like I feel like so many people are so ashamed of that. But so many girls in my life like have never had an orgasm or just don't know how to give themselves one or be given one. So I think that's important.
0: Um, do you have any last words of advice for any of my listeners? Uh, I don't know. Let me think.
1: Um, yeah, just always when it comes to sex, listen to your gut and listen to your intuition if you don't feel comfortable in a situation. Um, that's okay and there's always resources to work through Mm -hmm. any hardship when it comes to sex and if anyone has any questions about that um, you feel free to reach out to me about it I'm happy Mm -hmm. to point you in the right direction or give any words of advice but just um, Mm -hmm. know that sex is not a one box fits all and it's changing right now and there's a lot of things to experience and things to go wrong but things to go right so explore but be safe
0: amazing and where can they find your podcast can they find you on instagram
1: oh um you can find my podcast anywhere spotify um youtube apple it's called meet my mess podcast or on youtube you can find me at carissa harrison on instagram at carissa harrison and yeah um twitter carissa m laura but everything else I'm around perfect. on social
0: media you can find me <laughs> yeah I'll put all the links in the description and then cool okay thank perfect you so much for joining me it's like so good to catch up with you yeah
1: we'll chat soon I'm sure thank you for having me
0: So that's a wrap for this episode guys, thank you so much for listening, make sure to follow us on Instagram and show some love at at Forbidden Friday's podcast and share the episodes if you can, tell your friends about them, it honestly means the world to me and yeah, I hope you enjoyed, have a lovely day, bye.